Welcome in everyone to another edition of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. On this edition, it's all about the NFL as Blake and Taylor preview the 2018 season. They talk about their power rankings, the bottom five teams, and the top five teams. We talk about who we think are going to win the NFL awards for the 2018 season. We pick our division winners, bracket out the playoffs, and do elimination style until we pick a Super Bowl winner. Just a quick note, we absentmindedly forgot to do our weekly picks, so week one of weekly picks will be posted on our Facebook, facebook.com slash globaldynastystr. Check there for your week one picks, and make sure to follow along all season as Blake and Taylor battle it out for bragging rights. Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, episode number 77, the 2018 NFL Preview Edition. Begins right now. Yeah. Microphone check. Look. Uh. All we do is go, go, go. KCD, no, no, no. Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, yeah, we on for show. With the host Black and Taylor. You already know they down for whatever. When it comes to sports, there ain't no jokes. Already know that they into, so you better come in, tune in. Cause you know what this about. Gonna make you scream and shout with all the nasty news. This the dynasty, cause you don't know the breaking rules. Telling you what it do's, giving you the insight. And best believe they're doing it right. Every day and every night. Only question is, yo, is you ready to take flight? Greetings, greetings, welcome in everybody to a very special edition of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, episode number 77. It's here everybody, our football NFL season preview, here we go. We've got it all covered for you. We are not going to cover our individual teams uh, this week because we've done a lot of that. I know that uh, last week in episode 76, I kind of probably uh, droned on and on to some people and probably went on for a good half hour or so. So we will spare you of that this week. Blake Ponsky hanging with you. Thanks for joining us once again, recording today on August. So August, hello. Uh, We're not the August hasn't anymore. flipped over in my brain yet. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Rewind, everybody. September 5th, 2018. Wednesday, September 5th, 2018, a day before the NFL season starts on a Thursday. Blake Ponsky hanging with you once again. Thank you for joining us. You've heard him speak already. I will intro him anyways. With me, as always, my co-host, Taylor Johnson. How's it going, Taylor? It is going great on NFL opening day, kickoff, day, eve. Oh, what do they call tomorrow? Opening kickoff? Opening day? Not opening Something day. or other? I, you got kickoff, me, man. Weekend? I, I don't no know. idea. I don't know. All eyes are in Philadelphia tomorrow. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, I know. You and every other Vikings fan that's still crying in your beer. Oh. 
Well, Sorry, had to had, had to get uh, at least again. Hey, before the Super Bowl happens, and probably the Eagles won't repeat again. I I'm a realist, you know. Call a spade a spade. It's one of the most toughest things. I mean, in all the sports that are able to do. So the odds are very very slim. So I'm going to get my shots in while I can. But everybody, without further ado. Uh, no regular show this week, as I said, all NFL, so uh, no NCAA football coverage, no news, uh, no UFC uh, 28 preview. I did post on the Facebook that uh, I will post picks for everybody, at least my picks, uh, since I can't break down the fights. I'm not exactly sure how willing Taylor is to throw his two cents in there, uh, so I'll let him decide that. I will post mine, though. And we'll get that going on Saturday for you. But today, all football, next week, episode 78, we will return with our regular format. Without further ado, Taylor, let's get into this. To start out, we got our power rankings. Let's start with, in our opinion, the worst of the worst. Taylor, I'll let you go first. Who, in your mind, at number 32, is the worst team in the NFL right now? Uh, the team that's been the worst team in the NFL for a while, I guess you could say, the Cleveland Browns. And I got a feeling that's going to stay that way throughout most of, if not, uh, this year. Although I do think they win more than zero games this year. Maybe one, maybe two. Okay. Uh, number 32 for me, I'm actually going to make a... Audible on the fly. I'm going to switch a couple of teams around. At number 32, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me explain. No Jameis Winston for three games. A running attack that while I do have Peyton Barber as a bench player in a couple fantasy leagues, hoping against hope for something there just in case, maybe a bye week, what have you. Uh, Who knows what Mike Evans can do with – uh, who's quarterbacking? Ryan Fitzpatrick, I want to say. Uh, you call him Fitzpatrick. I call him Ryan Fitzmagic. All right, fair enough. Mr. Harvard. Uh, you know, so they have wide receivers. Fitzpatrick is mediocre at best. A running attack that nobody knows what they're going to do. Their draft pick, Ronald Jones, uh, the third, or wait, the second, excuse me. Ronald Jones, the second, you know, was looked at to take over the uh, the lead back duties. He has not been able to take uh, the football and run with it, so to speak. The defense should be uh, in the top, uh, maybe in the middle, I'd say, of the league. But right now, without their man and Jameis Winston, I don't see much for the Buccaneers. They have to show me. Number 32, Buccaneers. You know, I thought about picking Tampa Bay there, but I just – I. <sighs> The Browns got to show me something different this year. Um, but speaking of Tampa Bay, I do have them in the 31 spot, um, pretty much for all reasons that you just listed. Um, I think even when Jameis Winston does come back, I still don't think that offense is going to get going. Um, talent, I've never been the biggest Jameis Winston fan. I'll say no, that right on now. Or off the field. I, I, I don't think he's a good quarterback at all. Um, overrated, maybe. Absolutely. 100% Um, agree. But, I I mean, honestly, you could almost put, like, 32A, 32B, or 30, however you want to do it, and have the Browns and Buccaneers there. That's how I feel about these two teams. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. 31 for me. I have the Miami Dolphins. Hmm. 
another situation where I just Ryan Tannehill coming off a knee injury, another middle of the pack guy. I like Kenyon Drake. I do. How much he's going to get used? I know what Adam Gase is saying. Adam Gase says, you know, he's going to get 20 to 25 touches a game. Or not touches, carries, mind you, not even touches. That remains to be seen. It's easy to say it in front of the media. It's another thing to implement it in game prep and in game action when the game's going on and everything's happening at a million miles an hour. You have to make decisions on the fly. The defense shouldn't be that terrible. But again, it all relies on what Adam Gase is willing to do with Kenyon Drake. Is he willing to unleash him like he should? And with Ryan Tannehill coming off a knee injury, I got them at 31. Number 30, Taylor. That's an interesting pick for with Miami because I think Miami's going to do all right this year. That's very interesting. Well, it, well, one thing, I just real quick, one thing that everybody has to remember, we do these power rankings week by week. So this is That's right true. now. That is true. Fair this enough. Is that not, is true. This is not is a true. entire season thing where I think the Dolphins are going to be this bad. We do this week I, to week, everybody, just so that's clear. I still think Miami is better now starting off the season than what most people give them credit for. Sure. So we should see. Um, number third, well, 30? 30, yeah, yes. 30. I have the Buffalo Bills because I think that franchise right now is in <sighs> shambles is not the right word, but they, I feel like they're going down a downward spiral. Um, did I, did I see that correctly? Nathan Peterman's going to be starting. Is that correct? Yes, he is. Six Even interceptions a- and all. <laughs> exactly. Even if it was AJ McCarron, I'd, I think I'd still have the Bills at or around this position. Um, yeah, I just I, I'm not sold on Buffalo, their offense, um, or really their defense. I, I just I, right now I just heading into the season, I, I don't foresee big things from Buffalo um, week one. Number thirty, great minds think alike. The Buffalo Bills as well. Taylor, for everything that you just stated, I will add just a few pieces to that. Josh Allen is not starting. Taylor, you and I, we like to see these quarterbacks start week one. In Josh Allen's case, it is probably best to have him learn from the quarterbacks that they have on the roster. Granted that he's learning from a A.J. McCarron and a Nathan Peterman, uh, I wouldn't wish that upon myself if I were Josh Allen. So the guy has a long road ahead of him. Nathan Peterman, as I mentioned, six interceptions and all. Lord help the Buffalo Bills with Sean McCoy, his legal issues in limbo. Yes, he is playing this week, but this is going to be a week-to-week thing where everybody doesn't know what LaShawn McCoy is going to do. Some people draft him, you know, try to get him for cheap in fantasy in an auction draft or a late in a, a late round in the snake draft, and then all of a sudden, oh, week five, oh, oh here come charges, oh, oops, and then that's going to happen. Sean McCoy, I've praised the man before, but he's got to watch his back. He still has to do his job as he's there. Wide receivers, a lot left to be desired. I've been a big Kelvin Benjamin fan his entire career. He's a walking injury. The defense, I think, will show up. But, again, can the offense score enough points to help the defense out? I don't know. 29, Taylor, go ahead. 29, I have... The Indianapolis Colts, um, I, I, very down year last year. They get Andrew Luck back. However, 
he's not going to be the Andrew Luck of old for a little while yet. Um, I, I'm not sold really on their running game. Um, they got T.Y. Hilton. I think Luck and Hilton, I mean, they just have that chemistry that they'll be able to pick back up eventually throughout the season. It's just I'm not 100% certain that Andrew Luck is going to come back and be the Andrew Luck of old, especially week one. Um, I think he's got a lot of rust yet to knock off. Um, so I think just right now, I got to put the Colts in the bottom five. Okay, number 29 for me is the New York Jets. They are starting Sam Darnold. I think that is the best move that they can make. Their running back core could be better, but it could be worse. Again, I've always been an Isaiah Crowell fan. He's been hindered with a concussion in most of the preseason, so he has not been able to get going. Bilal Powell can catch the football as best as any running back in the league. Being able to split that should help them out. Offense or Wide receiver-wise, you got Robbie Anderson, who I guess is uh, a party animal, uh, so I hear, and uh, he's uh, eligible to go to jail at any moment, according to some people. I don't know where that comes from, but, you know, you have, you, I guess you got to go with that. <laughs> That's all I can say. And Quincy Aninwa. Uh, I said it before, Quincy Inouye has not been able to get it going because he's been marred by injuries. I would like to see what he can do with two two straight years with him just not getting injured, see what he can produce. You can do worse. And the defense, I think, will take a step back this year. There's not a ton of talent there. The coffers are not empty, but it's not the best in the world. This is not the... Rex Ryan defenses of the late 2000s, early 2010s. 28, Taylor. 28, I have the New York Jets for everything you just said. Um, I also agree their defense is going to take a step back. Um, I do like them starting Sam Darnold. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, For a team, for a franchise that is looking – to get back to where they were, to get back to the top um, of the division anyways, to compete with the likes of the Patriots and everyone else. You gotta start build you gotta build around a franchise guy and it, it, Sam Darnold is gonna be your franchise quarterback. So starting them um, right off the gate I think is a good move. Um, but then again he's a rookie, he's gonna have some growing pains. So um yeah, with, and with Robbie Anderson, that's an interesting situation because I've seen stuff where it's like, well, there were no charges or charges were dropped, and but yet the NFL could still do something, so he might be suspended, but he might not, but he might get arrested, but he might not. Who knows? I don't know. It's just kind of like a, a foreshadow of the Jets' season. Well, you know, you'll have some flashes of brilliance, um, but for the most part, you're not going to be very good. Um, but, yeah, for you know everything you said and everything else, um, I got to put the Jets at 28. And number 28 for myself, our final team in the bottom five of the NFL, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck, as Taylor mentioned, it's going to take him a, a minute to get up the speed, to get his arm strength back, you know, to get to where he was. I mean, well, Taylor, what do you have? What, what was it, like almost like 18 months without football, give or take? I, I, I feel like it was three years. 
Even though exactly. I know that's not so, correct, but it's been a very long time. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a quite a clip, we'll say, to be and and you know and so. But the thing is, is that with that, with Andrew Luck in the lineup, you have a chance, whether he's a hundred percent or not. If he's upright and slinging the ball as he should, again, whether he's where he should be or not, you have a chance. With Ty getting him to throw the ball with him and Ty, you have a chance. You have. You have uh, Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron. That is a decent enough one-two tight end combination, and they've been running Eric Ebron in the slot out wide, doing some different things. Frank Wright taking some of his Eagles wisdom over to the Indianapolis Colts. You could do. Uh, you could. There's a lot to be. Excuse me. There's a lot to be desired at running back. You don't really know what's going to go there. Uh, I want to see Nyheim Hines uh, get some work in. Whether it be, I want to see him on the field, whether special teams, whatever. I like the guy. I wanted him for the Eagles. I'm big on Nyheim Hines. I can't really explain why. He's a little guy, a shifty guy. I just, I enjoy that. The defense, though, Taylor, bottom of the barrel, and that might be what keeps them down. Andrew Luck is, he might have to go out and throw, uh, according to one fantasy manager in one of my leagues, uh, uh, two or three touchdowns to T.Y. to keep him into this game. That's for sure. Uh, uh, maybe four or five. Exactly. Uh, hey, see, I said <laughs> two to three just to T.Y. alone, not including you know, everybody I'm else. I'm saying four to five to T.Y. alone. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Four to five to T.Y. alone. I got you. All right, everybody. We will jump to the top five in the NFL. The best of the best. Number five. Taylor, go ahead. I'm going to get a lot of crap for some of these picks. I don't really care. These oh are my boy. picks, my opinions. I really don't, I don't care. What's Come at coming? Me. Hit us with it. Let's go. Number five, I have the Green Bay Packers, mainly because there's a healthy Aaron Rodgers on the field, and guess what? If you have a healthy Aaron Rodgers, you have a chance to win the Super Bowl. As you saw last year, no healthy Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers on the sideline. You got Brett Hundley, who somehow won a few games. I, I still don't get how. I think they went, what, 7-9 and nine last year, which surprises the heck out of me. I could be wrong same, in that. But, same. Um, that sounds about, about <laughs> right, man. It sounds about right. Um, running back situation. Uh, I know, let's see, they got uh, Williams, and I know Jones is suspended, but... I like I mean, me some Aaron Jones, man. I do, too. Um, a lot better than Ty Montgomery. I think they got same. some better options Ty, at Ty running Montgomery back. Ty Montgomery had a good, like, Three months, and then yeah, he, had he a good just kind of. I'm sorry, but he he's a wide receiver. He's not a running back anymore. He's just they tried. He played that in Pee Wee football, and some of it worked, whatever. But he just I think he needs to go back to playing wide receiver. Uh, speaking of which, I think the Packers um, held on to what seemed like 72 wide receivers this year. I know it's 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 very crowded in that wide receiver group right now. Sounds um, like the Eagles wide receiver core. Very, it, it, very crowded. It's crowded, but you know what? <laughs> Rodgers can make um, anybody look good. So Absolutely. Uh, the offensive line, if healthy, is definitely going to be able to protect them. I like, you know, as a Viking fan, I really like their offensive line the way they got it. But, again, they are injury prone as well. They're getting a little bit older. Um, their defense, again, still suspect. I think their run defense will be fine. Um, I think they have some young talent in the secondary. Um, you know, we've talked about the guys up front before with Mike Daniels and this and that, but 
being able to stop the pass, I think, again, is going to be the Packers' Achilles steal. Um, those, but, two, like I, those two top uh, picks in the draft at, uh, at the defensive back position, that's going to really help them in Josh Jackson and the other guy. Uh, was it Denzel uh, Ward, I think? Yes, I believe so. Uh, those two Just picks, if I were a Packers fan, I love what we got on the back end. I, I know Josh Jackson very well, and I think a lot of Packer fans who are also Badger fans know Josh Jackson very well at his time as his time at Iowa. Um, but, no, I think, again, healthy Aaron Rodgers, they got an okay defense. Nothing really jumps out and scares you except for the uh, young secondary that they got. But uh, they they got to be able to, you know, stop teams from throwing all over them. And in the preseason, they've had trouble doing that already. So a little suspect, but, I mean, Rodgers and that offense, I think, could put up 50 points a game if they wanted to, as long as Mike McCarthy lets them. Because there are times they get a big lead. What does McCarthy do? Takes his foot off the gas, and here comes the other team. I think, I mean, they could put 50 points and win the ball game, but McCarthy, for whatever reason, doesn't want that to happen. Um, but again, as a Viking fan, I know all too well. Healthy Aaron Rodgers is um, very scary. I understand. Number five for me is involves the state that I know all too well. I've lived here my entire life, the Minnesota Vikings. Let me explain. Yes, I have them in the top five. I'm not being, you know, biased in any way. But here's my reason for a top five and not higher. Kirk Cousins is a top 15 quarterback, but where he is remains to be seen. Is he top 10 There are a few people that I know that will remain nameless, will say he is a top 10 quarterback. I disagree. That remains to be seen. Delvin Cook coming off a knee injury. I don't know if he's up to speed quite yet. You know, might take him a game or two. Hell, he might hit the first game run in this weekend. You never know. But I'm just saying another thing about with Ryan Tannehill. I want to see it. That's all I want. Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. There's only so much ball to go around, but the guys don't seem to really, they, they don't hate each other. They get enough ball to satisfy their own ego and keep their confidence up. Not to say that their ego may, and just, I'm just saying, you know how wide receivers can be, you know, diva-ish and whatnot. The, those two are a good one-two punch for the Vikings, definitely. Uh, I almost called them Adam Rudolph. I have Adam Thielen on the brain, everybody. Kyle Rudolph, he's... Slow as molasses, he's like a big boulder man running down the field. But when he gets the ball in his hands, he has sure hands. No stone hands here with Kyle Rudolph. He's a very good guy off the field. He's a trusty tight end that you could do worse. Lastly, the defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL. I will not go to say that they're the best, but I will not be, again, biased about the team that I despise and say that they're bad or horrible or anything like that, that is foolish, and that's not being a well-educated sports fan. They're a top defense in the NFL and can compete with anybody. But all those reasons why are they number five, and we'll see what happens. Taylor, number four. Number four, I got the New Orleans Saints. Why do I have the Saints? Because I'm very high on the Saints. I don't know why. I don't know if I'm drinking this New Orleans um, Bourbon Street Kool-Aid. I think Bourbon Street Kool-Aid might 
be something completely different, but... Does um, Bourbon Street Kool-Aid have whiskey in it? Uh, it but I'd have a concoction of all sorts of things, Blake. I'm not quite sure, and I don't know if I want to find out. I think out. I need to create However, the recipe after the show, everybody. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. That, that it might kill me. Um, but no, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I really like the Saints team. Um, I think their head coach is a pompous, you know what, but, um, either way, it's like, I, this defense I think is going to be better than most expect. Um, I don't, I don't know why. This is one of the teams where I just, I put my, I, I just can't I can't put my finger on it, especially at the defense, why I like him so much. I get offense obviously with Drew Brees um and Alvin Kamara, I mean, come on. That that's just a dynamic duo right there. So Also once I, they I, get the boulder of Mark Ingram back running between yep, the tackles. Exactly. And I it's uh, I don't know. I I'm just I feel like this could be a scary team. Um, and I just agreed. I think I, the Saints are being last year underrated too. this yep. year. I think. I think across the board, offense, defense, everything. I think they're they're getting underrated. I don't know why because they were one of the hottest teams last year heading into the playoffs, and probably should have knocked off the Vikings after being down seventeen nothing. Marcus Williams, <sighs> you doing it? Hey, okay, sorry, I'm, had to sorry, I'm, had to I'm do that. Say sorry. One thing. Actually, I'll, I'll get to that when I talk about another team. So I'll, I'll save that for later. But, um, no, I think honestly, like, is Drew Brees on one of his last legs? Absolutely. But I think he's got one final playoff hurrah push left in him. Um, and I think this season is it. I just, I don't know. Number four. I also have the New Orleans Saints. Great minds think alike once again for everything that Taylor said. Their offense is high-powered. Drew Brees doesn't show any regression yet. He's 39 years old, and he doesn't show any regression, everybody. Think about that. Drew Brees, like Aaron Rodgers, even though I've stated Aaron Rodgers is the best throw of the football I've ever seen, Drew Brees is up there. Drew Brees can sling the football with a running attack, you know, and finally, after their Super Bowl win in 2009, uh, Sean Payton throwing the ball less, kind of a 50-50 pass-run split, and it works. Mark Ingram being the thunder, Alvin Kamara being the lightning, it works. Michael Thomas on the outside is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. The defense is underrated. Cameron Jordan can get to the quarterback and chomp him up. I, You know what, Taylor? I think, again, as I said while you were talking, the Saints are being underrated. I've got the Saints at number four. Number three, go ahead. Oh, you'll like this one. I think everybody's going to like this one. Number okay. three, I have okay, God. what could be and probably is, in my mind, the best defense in all of the NFL, your Minnesota Vikings. My Minnesota Vikings. I was going to say, Everybody don't you dare put that evil on me. Going to have to take Skull. a chemical shower. Go. Kirk Cousins, question mark, yes. All right. But you know what? If Case Keenum can do wonders with this offense, why can't Kirk Cousins with a better offensive coordinator and John DiFilippo? I like saying that name. Um, again, like, okay, the defense, I'm going to flat out say they're the best defense in the NFL right now. I'll flat out say it. I don't care what anybody thinks. Um, I, I don't think, and I, I read this in the 
why your team sucks thing off a dead spin. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think Mike Zimmer's gonna stop until he has every position filled with a defensive back. I, <laughs> oh, we need linemen? We'll just get a defensive back. Oh, we need, we need a, a center? Oh, well, how about I just go get this guy I used to coach in Cincinnati? Um, George Iloka, he, uh, he plays defense, but I think it'll help us. But, but that kind of worries me a little bit. However, they got some damn good playmakers on that defense. Um, they, they just got to go all 16 games and through the postseason. It's got to stay, it, it just seems like towards the end of the year, they kind of drop off a little bit. Playoffs, they drop off. They can't be doing that. Um, I, I love me some Anthony Barr. I love me some Everson Griffin. Um, I lo- especially Xavier Rhodes, Rhodes closed, Trey Waynes, um, that guy they drafted this year, Mike Hughes, who a lot of people are saying, um, the Vikings got a steal with him falling to them. Uh, and then you look at offense, you know, like you mentioned before, Kirk Cousins, uh, ride or die with this guy. I, 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 you always asked me last year about him. I didn't want him on the team. Now that he is, I, I got to go 100% behind him. The canary um, sings different. Uh, yeah, well, I think most <laughs> Viking fans feel that way now. Um, Dalvin Cook, like you said, how is he going to start the season? Um, you know, training camp is one thing. Preseason, barely getting hit is another thing. Coming into the regular season is a whole other animal. Um, I feel like they're going to slowly work him in, use Latavius Murray a lot the first half of the season. Um, and you mentioned Thielen and Diggs. Um, I, th- I think with them, they both kind of know their roles. They're not going to... Right, uh, exactly. I don't think the egos are going to get the best of them. Diggs especially got his deal, so he's happier than all can be. Um, and it seems like Cousins and Diggs definitely have more of a rapport together uh, than really anybody, any other receiver on the team. Um, I did have to laugh when you said Kyle Rudolph was slow as molasses because I, I still don't even think that does that justice i don't like i think i could beat him in a 40 yard dash that says a lot <laughs> you, pro- you probably well could. overweight i'm extreme not extremely but i am overweight because i drink a lot of ipa surly beer um brewed in the great <laughs> state of minnesota um but no but he's got the surest hands i think of almost any tight end out there um they're huge just like it's like he wears like oven mitts or baseball gloves out there um so Again, they're going to make a push for the not only the NFC North but the NFC title. Another push for the Super Bowl. They got all the tools. They got everything set up that they need. Come on, Kirk Cousins, let's do the damn thing. I will finish off your Vikings talk with one thing that I heard from today on uh, my favorite morning show that is broadcast in the state of Minnesota in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Kirk Cousins will go down in flames, and he will be run out of town, and it will be glorious. That is not me saying that. I'm repeating the words of a morning show host here in the state. I'm just saying. It will be, I cannot remember his exact joke. It was funny. I should have wrote it down, but it's going to be bad. All right, everybody. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Come on. No, he's saying the ending, the the end result will be the same. The end result will not be the same. It probably will be. 
<laughs> Taylor doesn't. He, he he knows what being a Vikings fan is, everybody. He knows. I'm sorry. I've seen this movie way too many times. Your He's brother should know not. this by now, too. You know, you know and the funny should, thing is, well, Taylor, if you followed all Minnesota sports, you would know. I mean, you, you would just it, – it's not – it's – not good, man. I, I could talk for hours about the history of Minnesota sports. Anyways, number three for me is the Los Angeles Rams. One more time, I didn't say St. Louis. Actually, I can't give myself enough credit because I literally put Los Angeles Rams on my paper here. So I can't give myself that much credit. I guess I just read it correctly. Anyways, Jared Goff, I don't think, Taylor, he can be much more of what he is already. But that's okay. I think that while his wide receivers, he could use some more firepower there. You know, again, Brandon Cooks is not the worst number one in the world. Todd Gurley probably should get the majority of the offensive work, kind of like when I said last week about Ezekiel Elliott getting close to 300 carries. I think Todd Gurley should get close to the same thing, Uh, you know, get a lot of passing receptions. I think Todd Gurley has a – very good chance of being in the MVP conversation at the end of the year if used correctly and if doing everything right, if he stays healthy. The defense is just absolutely maddening, just maddening in a good way. Aaron Donald getting paid with his large contract. The back end, the defensive backs are one of the best defensive back cores in the league, bar none. The linebackers are always stout always reliable. This team can go places. They just need to inch better and better as they go along. Number three, the Los Angeles Rams. Two more, Taylor. Number two, go ahead. Number two, I have as the Super Bowl runners-up from last year, the New England Patriots. Say what you want about the Patriots. Tom Brady's getting older, yada, yada, yada. Still Tom Brady, still Bill Belichick, still offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels. Um, I think losing Amendola might hurt a little bit. Edelman, I know, is um, suspended for the first three, four games of the season. Four games. But you know what? Brady can make, as as much as Rodgers can, Brady's even better at making no names be household names in one year. Um, I the running back situation, again, crowded, but it's not the worst situation in the world. The Eagles can make it work. I don't see why the Patriots can't make it work. Um, and Burkhead, um, no more Deion Lewis, but you got James White, who I'm very high on, not just because he's a Badger boy. Um, that sounds weird. Badger guy. Um, but I think James White just, I think, doesn't get enough appreciation. Uh, a couple years ago when the Patriots did win the Super Bowl, they came back to beat Atlanta. A lot of people think that uh, James White should have won the MVP, and I agree with him. Um, a very explosive player out of the backfield can do a, a ton of different things. Um, you know, the defense is what it is. Not the greatest, not the worst. Um, but honestly, you got Tom Brady, you got Bill Belichick. How how can you not? Like, it, it's all you really need when you're a Patriots fan. Exactly. <laughs> they've shown it time and time again that those two can just win and win and win. I, there's, I just, I, it, it's hard for me to put anybody else at number two, and then you'll see at even number one right now. So, 
All right, fair enough. Number two, I also have the New England Patriots. Taylor said Tom Brady can make anybody look good. I mean, the guy, the guy has a bunch of guys that were drafted in like what the fourth round, the third round. It just he makes it work. Bill Belichick and him have a nice chemistry going, even if they're kind of nipping at each other's heels every once in a while, or when the cameras turn on and they're saying, you know, kumbaya, Lord, kumbaya, and you know, and you know, whatever they want to put the image out there, whatever they want to project. Taylor, one running back that you forgot that I think can be sneaky good, he just needs to get healthy, is Sony Michelle. He's small. He's a guy I looked at for the Eagles in the draft, but with his injury history, that kind of scared me away. Whether he can stay upright for a full 16 games, a la a Jordan Reed, even though uh, Sonny Michel is a lot smaller in stature, kind of the same deal. We'll see what he can do. Guy just needs to stay healthy, whatever that means for him. Rob Gronkowski, one of the best tight ends of all time. All Tom Brady needs to do is throw it up Tom, in its vicinity, and Gronk will come down with it. Uh, Gronk also an injury concern, but when he's on the field, he's the best tight end in the NFL. The defense, Bill Belichick, yes, I know that the Eagles torched the New England Patriots defense, and Malcolm Butler didn't play, and who cares? That doesn't matter. That is a blip in Bill Belichick's career. Bill Belichick is the greatest football coach of all time. With Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, little needs to be worried about at the current moment. Taylor, number one. <sighs> I hate saying it, but I've, I've said this before. It's like Ric Flair says, you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. You want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. Unfortunately, the Philadelphia Eagles are the champ. I can't not put them number one right now. Um <sighs> They have one of the best defenses out there. Some would argue maybe the best. I say not quite, um, but still a very, very scary good defense. Um, coupled with a good offense. Um, is, is Carson Wentz going to be playing tomorrow? Probably not. So they got what? Nick Foles, right? Foles Car- will start tomorrow. All right. Well, so hopefully he plays like he did in the preseason, which is absolutely horrible. Um, but if he plays like he did last year with a, with a horseshoe up as you know what, then uh, this Eagles team is still going to be pretty good. Um, I, I like what they got now, Sean Jeffrey. I think he's a very good wide receiver. Um, talk about a. I, I don't think Alshon Jeffrey gets enough credit. Um, no, he doesn't. When Alshon Jeffrey came over to the Eagles, they said he couldn't be the number one guy. Yeah, look what he did. Won a Super Bowl with a torn rotator cuff. I don't believe that's true. I think he made that up. But anyways. Through it. Yeah. But anyways. So running back, you got Jay Ajayi, or I think that's how you pronounce his name. Jay Ajayi. Him, him and his hair flopping around back there. Um, yeah, he's an all right running back. Um, no, in all seriousness, I mean, this is a scary good team once again. Um, I, I don't know. In my mind, I don't think – you know, obviously they lost some players, but in my mind, I don't think they really lost um, any big players that's going to really hinder their chance at making another run to two straight Super Bowls. You know, I mean, it's just this is a very good team, a very good football team. Once Carson Wentz comes back 100%, I think they're going to just get even better. Um, I, I got to give 
credit where credit's due. Uh, they proved a lot of people, even myself, wrong. Um, I hate saying this. I hate giving the Eagles credit. Um, but I can't not. Uh, like I said, one of the better defenses out there. Um, and definitely one of the best, off, one of the better offenses out there as well. Some, some would even argue the best. Um, but we'll leave that discussion for another day. So, uh, they kick off the season tomorrow night at home against the Falcons. <sighs> Scheduling that still confuses me. It should be the Vikings, and I'm, oh, I'm so glad it's not the Vikings, but, um, no, what, I think What they, makes you say that? I would rather not have the Minnesota Vikings go into Philly tomorrow and all that pomp and circumstance and everybody <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> I understand. I, I, just, I just wanted to but, hear you confirm but, that. It's it would have right. been really cool to see the Vikings go into Philly to start the season and punch them right in the mouth and come away with the W. Um, but yeah, we'll do that. That's what, we'll people, do that. That's what people said. Would we'll do that in, like, not. what, week five or six? I think week five, so week nah, don't worry about it. Week six is when, we, nah, week is six, when yeah. you come to town. Yeah. Week six. punch you in the mouth then. Yeah, I've heard it all before. Blah, 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 blah. I've heard it all before. Number one, my Super Bowl 52 champion, Philadelphia Eagles, reigning Super Bowl champions. I can't say it any better than Taylor said. All you need to do to hear my Eagles breakdown is listen to uh, toward, uh, about the middle or toward the ending of episode 76 from last week. What can I say that hasn't already been said? As Taylor said, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. I mean, we're the reigning champions for a reason. And without even going player by player, da 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 da, da I'm just going to say this. For the first time in my fandom as an Eagles fan, I've been an Eagles fan since I was five, when people hear that, they just go, why? And I just go, it just kind of happened that way. And really, that's, that's what happened. In my entire, well, let me count, uh, let's see, five years, so my 23-year fandom as a Philadelphia Eagle fan, as the reigning Super Bowl champions, I am at a complete zen moment. Nick Foles playing tomorrow. Carson Wentz probably not playing until week three. I'm okay with that. I want everybody to be healthy, get healthy, why risk the franchise quarterback when you don't need to? There's no pressure. If we would have lost the Super Bowl last year to the Patriots, I would be singing a different tune. There is no probably. I would be. Are we going to maybe lose? Excuse me. Are we going to maybe lose a game with Nick Foles? Maybe. And that's okay. Am I going to be upset that the Eagles lose? I'm upset when... Any team loses, unless if it's a, you know, a Yankees game, a Nets game, where there's 82 games in the basketball, in the NBA season, there's 162 in the MLB season, but there's 16 in the Eagles season. But still, for the first time, I'm going to be upset, but I'm going to say we're at the top of the mountain. Someone needs to beat us to the Super Bowl first, and that's all that matters. There's no more pressure. Yes, everybody says we have a target on our back. There's no more underdog state. There's no more underdog statement. Yeah, I get that. The point is, is that somebody needs to beat us to the Super Bowl. There is no pressure. There's no worry. There's no nothing. 
And then Carson Wentz is clocked to actually win a Super Bowl, even though Carson Wentz has a ring because he's on the 53-man roster. The point is, is that Carson's went, Carson Wentz's clock, excuse me, hello, of words, starts next year. When he's fully healthy, that's when it starts. That's when I can be, let my blood pressure rise again and be all irritated and pace back and forth, if that's what happens. But for the first time ever in my life, no worries. I'm golden. Zen as can be. Puke. No, I'm just kidding. Just saying. Call a spade uh, a spade, my man. All right, up next, before we go to division winners, the playoffs bracketed out to a Super Bowl champion, we will give you our picks to the NFL Awards. First up, MVP. Actually, no, Taylor, we'll go, we'll go Rookie of the Years and then MVP. Since I'll let you go first with the power rankings, I will go first. Defensive Rookie of the Year will be Buffalo Bills' Tremaine Edmonds. I know that I said currently right now that Buffalo is in the bottom five of teams. I did praise their defense. I think Tremaine Edmonds is going to have a huge year and possibly close to 100 tackles, some big sacks, maybe an interception or two. He's going to stuff the stat sheet and definitely bring some joy to Buffalo Bills fans while they wait for Josh Allen, you know, having to wait on pins and needles for LaShawn McCoy. And maybe not everything go their way, but at least Tremaine Edmonds will. Your defensive player of the year, or rookie of the year, excuse me. I have, from the San Diego, the San Diego, wow, now I'm doing it. From the Chargers, <laughs> State Chargers I got Derwin James, um, a very talented guy in the secondary, um, pro football focus, graded him as one of the best rookies during preseason. I think that carries over into the regular season. Um, I, I don't know, very, very um, explosive, flashy player out of Florida State. Um, and honestly, he lands on a Charger team, on a Charger defense. Um, that's another one that I don't – I'm not saying they're great, and I'm not saying they're, you know, one of the best. But I think people tend to overlook that defense. Um, I, and think I think they're being overlooked right now. And I think Derwin James is going to make sure that people remember this defense. Um, and I'll get to the Chargers more as we get in, on to our predictions. But, uh, no, I got Derwin James as uh, defensive rookie of the year. For me, offensive rookie of the year is going to be Saquon Barkley. And I don't see it as being very close. Again, if you're the Giants... The smart play is to for Eli to keep the ball under control, short passes, you know, keep a handle on the ball, lessen the turnovers with Pat Shermer as your head coach slash coordinator if he's going to be calling plays, and turn around, take four steps, and hand the ball off. That's all you need to do. I think Saquon Barkley is going to have a huge year just by doing that. Eli Manning, limit the turnovers. Hike the ball, four steps, hand it off. Simple as that. Taylor, your offensive rookie of the year. For pretty much literally everything you just stated, I'm also going to say Quan Barkley. I can't, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's going to be a runaway, barring injury, it probably will be, but I think he's going to rack up some big numbers this year. And, um, that, like you said, Eli Manning, hand the, turn around, hand the ball off to Barkley. I mean, it's, it's, he's already shown how talented he is. Um, and I, I, 
I expect some big things out of him this year. In every draft that I've done, so, I, so I'm in three fantasy football leagues every year. Every draft I'm in, he's gone for no less than 40 bucks. So I'm in auction in all leagues. So uh, keep that in mind, everybody. If some of you still do snakes, some of you do auction, you know, however, however you draft. Barkley's gone for no less than 40 in any draft. No less. My MVP, most valuable player. While I was typing this up earlier today, this is one that I didn't really come to like uh, just like a light bulb, like not right away. But it's hard to say it when he's fully healthy. Whether he is fully healthy, stays fully healthy, who knows? My most valuable player is going to be Carson. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. He almost gave me a heart attack. I, I thought for sure he was going I just that wanted way. to see how far into the name I could go before you go, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. No, my Carson Wentz MVP prediction will probably be, if he gets through the season healthy, he'll probably be next year, to be completely honest. But this year, it's Aaron Rodgers. And for everything that Taylor and I said about the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers does all those things. He is the one guy that any team would love to have, that any team would pay anything to have. Yes, he's 33 going on 34. He's on the downward slope of his career. By the looks of it, when healthy, he's still in his prime. He's, he is on record, me, for me. Again, not throwing Taylor into this, but Taylor has stated his on the air. I can't quite remember the answer, so I won't toss him under the bus. But for me, I'll put myself on that ledge. Aaron Rodgers is the best thrower of the football I've ever seen. Again, granted, I was born in 1990, so you got to take that into consideration for when I was old enough to compartmentalize, you know, what was this about football, what was that, and be able to analyze it, you know, uh, um, analyze it correctly. It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, most valuable player. Taylor, go ahead. I thought about going Aaron Rodgers, and this, I, no offense to Mr. Rodgers. I didn't pick him because I'm a Packer hater. Blah, Mr. Blah, blah. Rodgers, does he wear a red sweater? I don't know what he wears. I don't <laughs> Sorry, it was right there. That was a bad joke. I don't know right said that. I'm like, oh, that's horrible. No, go I'm, ahead. Going, I'm going Todd Gurley of the Rams. I think that this guy. Was, I'll, admittedly, that was my one B. I almost yeah. did it. And, uh, that's how I was with Rodgers. But Gurley, I mean, God, this guy is just so explosive. Um, I, I mean, just the heart and soul of this offense can run the ball, can catch out of the backfield, can turn on a dime, do this, that. I mean, you got you watch him play, you know, just I mean, just how awesome he is. And I know, you know. Most valuable player, this and that. Um, you've seen what happens to the Packers when Rodgers goes down. Uh, I don't. Gurley goes down for the Rams. I think that's a completely. Um, it's it's completely kind of the same argument. It is. To, it to is. me, it's the same argument. Because I mean, really, that's it's that that's the face of that offense is Todd Gurley. It's not golf. Absolutely. Um, but no, I just I love watching this guy play. Um, just just explosive as all can be. So um, that's who I got as MVP this year. You know, and Todd Gurley, as I mentioned, and I said, you know, if he stays healthy, he could be the MVP. Todd Gurley, I don't even think we've seen the best from him. You know, last year he gets, you know, 1,300 yards. 
I don't think he's he's not topped out. The guy is just a freak. I mean, the guy, and he's so much fun to watch. Like Aaron Rodgers, Todd Gurley is a player that anybody would pay anything to have. Definitely. So you can't go wrong there. Taylor, I like that pick. All right, everybody. It's time. Our division winners bracketed out. Elimination style. Picking a Super Bowl champion. Our final segment in our NFL season preview episode 77. Taylor, I've got the AFC first. I will go first. AFC East. The New England Patriots, water is wet, the sun is hot, who do you got? Um, the Miami, no, I'm just kidding. The New England Patriots, it's kind of by default. I mean, come yeah, on. Exa- exactly. AFC North, I've got, again, kind of by default, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have one of the highest-powered offense in the, in the NFL. The defense, another one that doesn't get enough credit, I do like. Their back-end talent, their linebackers are sneaky good. Pittsburgh Steelers. I also have the Steelers. Um, in my mind, though, I feel like this Steeler group, this Steeler team is starting, and I think I said this before uh, on a previous episode, but I feel like they're starting to hit the decline right now. I just got that feeling. I know Le'Veon Bell probably last year, if he ever does play this year, Roethlisberger isn't getting any younger. Kind of leaves Antonio Brown um, with kind of a mishmash offense. But I just got this feeling in this weird sense that um, this team is kind of declining. So this is kind of it. It's either now or never for the Steelers. Okay. AFC South, I have the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson's knee injury notwithstanding, Lamar Miller, everybody who listens to the show for a long period of time knows my feelings about Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the top receivers in the NFL, and a top-end defense. The Houston Texans will beat out the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. AFC South winners, Houston Texans. I'm going Jacksonville on this one. Um, I like their defense. I think Blake Bortles. I know I laugh when I say this, but I think he might take a step up. I know he's missing a key receiver, um, but then again, you also have uh, a rock that you can hand off to in Leonard Fournette. Um, But I I just think um, the way they ended last season, getting all that confidence, you know, kind of showing people, hey, you know, we we might just kind of belong here. I, I do like Jacksonville. Houston, no, Houston is right there, but I got Jacksonville to win the division. Hey, I understand that. No problem at all. The AFC West. Now, if you've been listening to our previews so far in the season, you'll probably know this one without even me even uttering a word. Well, I guess two words. Once I say the words AFC West, what am I talking about? The Los Angeles Chargers. Taylor, who you got? Uh, this is another team that I'm high on. Um, I, I got the Chargers as well. I just Philip Rivers is 57 years old, but man, that that guy can still <laughs> sling the ball up and down the field. Um, still throws for 4,000 yards crazy. and 30 plus touchdowns and, every and year. Does, seems like he does it quietly too. But now, and like I said earlier, this, this is an up and coming defense that's getting overlooked. I think people are going to take notice this year. Absolutely, AFC Wild Cards. 
Wild card number one, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Taylor, go ahead. I have wild card number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Wild card number two, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Fair enough. And my wild card two is your AFC South winner. My second place, the Houston Texans. Okay. NFC. NFC East first. Super Bowl 52 champions, Philadelphia Eagles. I've talked enough about them already. Go ahead, Taylor. I got the Cowboys. No, I'm just kidding. The Eagles, of course. Can't not pick them. NFC North. I have the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. Everything that I've stated aside... I wanted to pick the Packers, but I know what Taylor would have said. It's close. Honestly, again, I think there are the, – the, the Kirk Cousins thing scares me. Again, having Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins is kind of a, a decider, but I went with the Vikings to just say I'm being as impartial as I possibly can. I think that shows it. Taylor – I'm going to take a hazard of a guess. NFC North. Green Bay Packers. Ah! You, you being dead serious right now? I am. I am being dead serious. Oh, dear God. I was, I was waiting for the punchline. I was, nope. I, I, I offered a space in there to kind of go and nope. wait, wait. Wait. It's a healthy okay, Aaron right. Rodgers. It's, it's, like you said, though, it's, it's going to be close. They might have identical records at the end of the year. If yeah, not I, I mean, with, within, Honestly. within, at minimum, within, like, or at most, excuse me, not minimum, at most, like, two games, if yeah, that. It's going to be not, down to yeah. the wire. Exactly. NFC South, for me, the New Orleans Saints. Everything that we said before, the reason why they're a top five team in the NFL, you can't go wrong, the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I... I said I'm high on them, and I'm going to stay high on them. I got the Saints. NFC West, every reason that we talked about the New Orleans Saints, with this team, NFC West winner, the Los Angeles Rams. You know, I thought about going Niners here in kind of an upset, but I don't think the Niners have it. or have I don't think they're there quite yet. So I got the Rams. Okay, wild card number one, Green Bay Packers. Wild card number one, Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) You kind of figured. All right, and wild card number two, before we bracket this out, everybody, the Carolina Panthers. I'm not the biggest Cam Newton guy in the world, but I am huge on Christian McCaffrey. Taylor, a little bit of a story. Uh, In my father's fantasy football league, we were drafting on site. Uh, The keeper values weren't uh, entered into the system. There was a glitch. So we had to keep track and everybody go through the honor system. We eventually said, screw it. We scrapped it. We drafted the very next day, uh, which was actually on my parents' uh, 30th anniversary, if I remember. My parents 
anniversary was literally the next day. My mom says, I understand how fo- how, how uh, important football is, you know, whatever. I love my mom. My mom's, a, my mom's the damn best, everybody. She just said, you know what, I understand. We drafted. I, d- I got Christian McCaffrey in the draft that we scrapped. In the other one, I didn't get him. In my draft, in my uh, 30-man IDP league that my father and I play in, that we draft in January, January, excuse me, July, that everybody says that's crazy. Before training camp, da, 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 no Christian McCaffrey. I got him in my brother's league last Friday. I got him in one. Christian McCaffrey's going to have a big year. My wild card number two is also another NFC South team. However, it's the Dirty Birds from Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons. It was hard for me not to pick them as well. I'll admit that. It it was hard. All right, let's see here. All right, let me bring up the bracket here. We'll go AFC AFC first again. Okay, wild cards. Let's see here. So, Taylor, uh, I'll have you do uh, yours on your end, only because I don't know how you have them seated. So I will go, let's see here, five to four. Or no, six to three. That would be first. Six yep. to three. So it would be for me, Chiefs and Texans. Give me the right. Well, give me the Chiefs. Actually, hmm. not bad. Not a bad pick. Uh, three against six. I got the Steelers at three. The Texans at six. Uh, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Texans. Okay, five at four, or five and four. Uh, let's see here, five and four. That would be the Jaguars and the Chargers. Chargers in an upset. My five and four is Chiefs at five, Chargers four. You know, originally looking at this, I don't like this. Originally I picked the Chiefs. I'm changing it. I'm going with the Chargers. Okay. Let's see here up next. Five and one. So that would be Chiefs and Patriots. Obviously, Patriots are going to probably wipe the floor with them. Okay, Taylor? Since I took the Chargers, they were the fourth seed. They'd be playing the Patriots. Sorry, Charger fans. Your uh, dream run comes to an end. i got to go with the Patriots. Let's see here. Three and two. So that would mean... Chargers and Steelers. Hmm. I'm going with the Steelers. Steelers and hmm. Patriots in the AFC title game. Ooh, riveting. Again. Who's, who's, who saw that coming? Chapter 97 of that story. Um, let's see, I would have the Steelers going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags got the number against the Steelers. I'm going with the Jags. Okay. AFC Championship game to the Super Bowl on the AFC side. Le'Veon Bell will not play in week one. I'm going to say that doesn't matter. Eventually, he's going to show up. He's going to show up fresh. It's going to matter in the playoffs. It's going to work out. The Steelers will go to the Super Bowl. Interesting. Interesting. Um just like my pick, I got the New England Patriots hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Jags had a chance last year in the AFC Championship to steal one in New England. Well, guess what? They do it this year. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars going to the Super Bowl. I didn't think I'd ever say that in my life. <laughs> I understand. All right. Let's see here. NFC side, six for three. All right. Let's see here. So that, for me, that would be the Rams and the Panthers. Give me the Rams. For me, that would be the Rams and the Falcons. I'm going with the Rams in that one as well. Five and four, so that would be Packers and the Vikings. Interesting. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Give me the Packers. You're the worst. I also got the Vikings going up against the Packers. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Let's see here. That would be, next one would be, oh, okay. I Sorry, I got, I got a little confused there. All right. So that would be, oh, God. Okay. Okay, got it. Okay. Sorry. I, I got a little confused at what I was doing there. Okay, so Rams at the Eagles. Well, not at, but, you know, Rams versus the Eagles. Oh, dear Lord. I'm going to say the Rams beat us. Ooh. Jeez. Again, I'm being as clear as I can. Again, I don't know what Carson Wentz is going to do. The Rams. Again, if I were to go through and to say the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl again. That's fine. That's fine. It just, you know. What what seed are we on? One, One or two? Number so, one or number no, two? No, you would be, you would be, uh, for you, uh, two and, wh- whoever won the uh, four and five. Oh, and mine, that wouldn't be right. Because the one would play the lowest seed left. And the one I have, the Eagles. And the, okay. lowest, the lowest seed I have left. <laughs> My Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly. Not this time. I got the Vikings pounding the Eagles in Philadelphia. Climb up them greased-up poles. <laughs> okay, number one. Take that. Let's see here. That would be number one, the New Orleans Saints versus the Packers. Oh, boy. I'm taking the Saints. NFC <laughs> title game will be the Rams... Oh, I didn't. I got to make my pick. Oh wait, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I see what you did there. All right. So I would have to go to the NFC Championship game, Saints and the Rams. Oh, and the Saints go marching in. I got the New Orleans Saints. Okay, NFC title game. Oof, Rams or Saints? Oof, duh. First one to 100 wins, I think, in that one. That's about as pick as it gets. I'm going to go. It's a quarterback's league. Jared Goff still has some work to do. And Drew Brees, I trust. Saints to the Super Bowl to play the Steelers. I have the Vikings taking on the Saints. If you've noticed, the Vikings have 
gone on the road to beat the Packers, gone on the road to beat the Eagles. Guess what? They're going to go on the road and exercise their demons and beat the Saints. I got the Vikings going to the Super Bowl to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, of course you do. Of okay. course I do. I don't, yeah, I'm not yeah. ashamed. I'm not ashamed. All right. Super Bowl 53. Here we are, everybody. Two teams to go on my side. The Pittsburgh Steelers play the New Orleans Saints. Taylor, it's in the Mercedes-Benz Dome, is it not? It is. Okay, just making sure. Oh, God, if Atlanta, fan, Atlanta Falcons fans could want to go to the Super Bowl this year, you know what I mean? All right. A healthy Le'Veon Bell. Again, I'm predicting that he comes back. And a high-powered Saints team. I think the Saints have the better defense, and I think that that could be what that could be what wins out here. Drew Brees secures his second Super Bowl and secures his already stellar or improves his already stellar Hall of Fame career, and possibly walks off into the sunset with a second Super Bowl trophy. Your Super Bowl Fifty Three champions at the Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta, Georgia. The New Orleans Saints. Not a bad pick. I could see him winning that this year, going riding off into the sunset. Not a bad pick. However, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Minnesota Vikings, two of the best defenses in the National Football League. Kirk Cousins, I think, has a pretty decent game. Defense turnovers on both sides. Like I said before... The Vikings have exercised their demons on the road. They're going to exercise their kicking demons. Rookie kicker Daniel Carlson, guess what? Wins it. No time left on the clock with a game-winning walk-off field goal. The Minnesota Vikings win their first Super Bowl. And people gave me garbage for when I picked the Eagles to the Super Bowl three years ago. I just want that to be thrown out there, everybody. Let's do the damn thing. I what I would give to have another Eagles Vikings NFC Championship game, my friend. What I would give, and then, but like I said, there's everything is in place. But Carson Wentz, again, with him coming back, I just again, I don't want to go, you know, just flip down the green glasses and just call it good. I can't. I have to be somewhere. In the middle here. I just, I can't do it. I gotta, and and everybody knows I want to, but I just can't. All right, everybody, your Super Bowl 53 champions on Taylor's end. He's got his Minnesota Vikings. On my end, I have the New Orleans Saints. And with that said, that brings us to an end, a riveting NFL season preview show episode 77. Thank you for joining us again. We always appreciate your listenership. Thank you so much. I haven't done this in a long time, so we'll say it. Uh, make sure to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Global Dynasty STR, our main hub for all everything that we do, all of your sporting news, interactive bits. I mean, every all of our episodes, everything goes on on our Facebook. Go there. Give us a like, thumb up us. I know Taylor loves that phrase. Thumb up us. Let's build Global Dynasty together, everybody. Check out our Facebook one more time, facebook.com slash Global Dynasty STR. Email in 
WakeGlobalDynasty at gmail.com, TaylorGlobalDynasty at gmail.com, and we will respond live on the air right here on Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. Uh, Skype in, Global Dynasty STR, all lowercase. Call in, be a guest host for a couple of minutes. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Join in, debate Taylor and I if you would like. The floor is yours. We might not be using Skype too much longer. Uh, I haven't checked out the update yet to see if it's going to affect uh, these shows. I might be using a different program in the upcoming week. That's not something I'm looking forward to. But we will try to get at, make sure to have you guys being able to interact with us as many ways as humanly possible. It's not going to go away. I just might need to tweak a couple of things here and there. But for now, that is still the way to call in to interact with us that way. And finally... SoundCloud.com slash Global Dynasty STR. Our entire catalog all in one place. There's some episodes missing. I'm getting those up. I've got two of them that I'm working on right now. Another one that I'm going to be throwing into the editor as soon as we're done here to get it up before the season starts tomorrow night for all of you guys to take a listen to everything that we have to say about the upcoming NFL season. And with that said, we are about 20... Six hours away from kickoff. Taylor, what do you got to say? Skull. Skull. Why do I even ask? Skull. Skull. I I won't even say anything about the Eagles-Vikings game, not yet. Skull. Just like... Just like the little bet that my brother made in the NFC title game when he thought, oh, we're going to this and that. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Okay, fine. Again, again, I'm so zen, everybody. None of this affects me. None of this touches me, everybody. It's all good. Taylor can have it on, do whatever he needs to do. It's a little easier to take this when you got a freaking Super Bowl trophy to look at, so... Yeah, I know. that. That's what I'm saying. And like I said, Taylor, I, I'm listening to everything he's saying, but it's just I'm, I'm just like in a yoga pose, everybody. Not literally. I'm sitting in a chair, but you, you kind of get my point. All right, everybody, that brings it to an end for Episode 77. Thank you so much for all your listenership. We always appreciate it. Thank you so much for everything that you guys do for us. I mean, I can't say enough about the road that we've been on so far. I mean... Again, when I started this, I didn't think we'd be where we're at. It's just it's amazing every single thing that we do. It's it's all you guys. Without without you guys, the listeners, you know, we got nothing. It's just Taylor and I just kind of talking into the wind, I guess. Well, kind of at each other, but into the wind all the same. Taylor, any parting words, my friend? Skull. Uh, there you go. Why do I even? I gave him another opportunity. All right, everybody. For Taylor Johnson, I'm Blake Blonsky. We will see you next week for episode 78. Enjoy NFL opening weekend. One final thing, brand new outro music this week from local Minnesota band Hot Pink Hangover. Thank you to those guys for allowing me to use their music on our show. Enjoy the music, everybody. Thank you, Hot Pink Hangover. Enjoy the NFL season. We'll catch you next week. And we are out. Hot Pink Hangover, take us away. Peace. Johnny's been skeeting, now he's on his feet. In one hand, a needle in the other.
gather his keys It didn't take 